0: Hi, welcome back. It's Alethea. I'm doing the Mid-Kid Mama podcast. I blog as Mid-Kid Mama uh, over at the Mid-Kid Mama blog. So I have been busy with back-to-school stuff. Um, my kids are in first and kindergarten, and they're just now uh, getting back into the groove of school. It's been an interesting year with everything happening. Um If you're listening to this in the future, then I'm sure you remember 2020 and uh, everything it brought with it. And my husband's a school teacher. He said if he can go to school, then they can go to school. And so, yeah, we're going to see how this goes. Um, I'm not sure it'll be super long before they will be back doing e-learning, but right now they're getting to go see their friends. They're socially distancing through most of their activities throughout the day, and they honestly love it so i mean yeah we'll see how it goes um i am homeschooling my youngest or my my youngest two um my youngest is only two so he doesn't do very much at home but my next one up from him is three almost to four and so he's doing preschool this year And then after preschool, after we do a couple years of preschool, we usually do at least a year of kindergarten, and then we send them to kindergarten when they're uh, either turning six or six for most of the school year. We'll see how that goes. Um, So Naya had just turned six, and Caleb will be turning six soon, uh, and he's kindergarten this year. Um, my preschooler, Camden, does not think that it counts at home. He asked me the other day if we were going to be doing pretend school, and I said, what are you talking about? And we were about to leave to drop off the older two, and he said, well, we'll drop them off, and then we come back here, and we pretend to do school, and I was like, buddy, this is real school. We're really doing preschool, I promise. (laughs) I mean, it's all the same things. We're just home. Uh... But I, I appreciate that they like it so much. Um, definitely nice that they want to learn. And not that I'm, you know, pulling teeth trying to get them to. So, not too much to complain about. But uh, today, I wanted to talk about some things I wish I knew with Curly Girl. Um, right now, Curly Girl is one of my trending topics for the, blo- or for the podcast. So, I thought I'd go into it a little bit more again. I have been Curly Girl for... Uh, definitely over two years. I don't think I'm to my third year yet, um, but it's becoming a habit, and that's great. It I don't even think about it anymore. The idea of shampoo is weird. Um, the idea of anything that would dry my hair out is weird. I don't always do it, like, so it's not always, like, nice and curly. It's sometimes it's just... I do it and then pull it almost immediately into a bun. Not usually. Usually once I wash it, I have a day or two of it down, but when it's really hot out, I tend to pull it up more. But it's become a normal routine, and I'm not sure I can even imagine going back to normal. It's kind of weird to think about what normal was at this point. Um, And I have talked to many people who are interested in starting, and they get overwhelmed, or it just doesn't seem to work for them, and so I just thought I'd do a post about some stuff that... I learned along the way that um, might have been easier if I had known it from the beginning and I thought that might be helpful. Um, one of the biggest things is just how patient you have to be with this in the process and you have to trust the process. Your hair did not get the way it is overnight. Um, even if it's decent like it took years of of what you were doing to get it to this point. So whatever you're going to change is going to take months, weeks, maybe years to get to a place where it's healthier. And so curly girl isn't magic, even though it might kind of seem magic to some people. So for my hair, um, I experienced a very quick change. Right away, I was like, wow, this is way better. I was having a lot of problems with frizz and fluff, and I didn't know what it was happening. And I thought it was just, honestly, my mom always had fluffy, frizzy hair and I just figured it was kind of jeans and that was what was going to happen to my hair and I didn't have a choice so the only way I could make it look nice was by straightening it or curling it and um, when I found the curly girl method within the first couple weeks it was pretty dramatically different for me you know it started calming down it wasn't so frizzy It got more wave to it and then after about three and a half weeks I hit a very hard or no, not three and a half weeks, three and a half months, I hit a very hard uh, transition. I mean, and it was a normal transition, but at that point I thought, like, oh, this is easy. And then my hair got greasy and difficult and limp and didn't like anything, especially not coconut. My husband thinks it's hilarious that I talk about my hair in the first person. He thinks that's just weird. But it's like its own thing. You don't know what it wants, and it's, it's you know, reacting to what you put on it. And so... Um, I realized that I couldn't use coconut, which is kind of a common um, ingredient that a lot of people ha- have reactions to. But not everybody. Some people love it. My son um, and my husband do great with coconut products. One of my other sons is like iffy. And then I have a son and a daughter that don't do great with with coconut, so I try to avoid it. Um, so just the, it totally depends. And it's a huge process because when you hit that point of transition, whether it's early on, some people hit that right away. Or whether it's later, you um, have to adapt to that and be patient to get through it because it doesn't just go away and it's not anything you're doing wrong. It's just your hair is trying to adjust to this new way of doing things and so your scalp might get really greasy and itchy and you may have to wash your hair a lot more, or you know whatever you need to do to get through that time period. Give it a few weeks before you even try to get out of it, um, because a lot of times you know it's just part of the process. And the more you can kind of relax and lean into that process, the less you know you'll add to that. Because if you're stressed out, then your hair can react to that too. Um, you know, your itchy scalp and feeling uncomfortable and all of that. But I I wish that I would have realized, I guess, how much you can trust that process. And I don't know that it's the exact same for everyone. I know some people who are still struggling to get to a normal where they're happy with it. But um, I think for the most part, when you kind of embrace the process then and you're patient with it and you just kind of go with it... um, you get good results, and I, I hope that I'm not just saying that, and you know, that a bunch of people aren't experiencing that, but I think based on my, what I've seen other people do, most people have a great experience if they just kind of go with it, even if it's not exactly, like, you might start with a certain uh, routine, and then you may find that that's not a good one for you at all, and, but along the way, you've learned a lot of things about your hair, and you just kind of have to not feel stressed that you have to do it right from the beginning and just go with it and then find out, you know, the things you don't know, you don't know. So there's no, like, jumping ahead and figuring out some big secret before you start. It's just going and then going through that whole process of learning. And there is a learning curve. And like anything else, you have to work to get to that point. So, um, I think I was not prepared for the patience in the process but I did go through it I didn't really uh once I started I was like well you know this seems better than anything else I was doing and it makes sense to me so I didn't really have any temptations to go back to anything and I had put in a lot of work if you listen to my podcast on um doing curly girl for mixed kids hair my kids are all mixed and I had put in a lot of work to understand their kind of hair because I just didn't want to be that mom that didn't know and just you know brushed through all the curls and frizzed out everything and didn't know what I was doing and dried it out and so I I looked into it a lot and when my daughter was born and everybody was telling me to put oil in her head like I that didn't seem you know petroleum and stuff like that, that just didn't seem like what I should do, but I didn't know, and I just didn't have any, um, science or, or, you know, things to back it up in my brain, because I just had never really dealt with that, so, um, I put in a lot of work to understand why you use certain things, and which ingredients, you know, would help promote moisture, and, and retaining moisture, and, and sealing in the moisture, and, I never put that towards my own hair though it was the funniest thing I mean my kids were she was what four or five Uh, no she had to be five at least five or six before I even thought about my own hair so I had been doing curly girl for five years six years before I ever thought about like hey you might need to do this in your own hair and my hairdresser in high school my best friend told me, like, hey, here's a book on curly girl hair, I think that you should, you know, do this, and I, I remember, like, taking some of the example, or the advice, you know, like, um, I stopped brushing my hair when it was dry completely, but I didn't fully follow it, and so when I finally, you know, got into it, it really changed what I was doing, and, um, So that was... And and that's one of the other things that I wish I had known early on is no brushing. um, My daughter, I kind of have to brush her hair. It's very fine. Very, very small, tight tangles. It's really hard to get through with your fingers and it would hurt. And my son, I have to brush and and pick his hair out because it's so tight of curls. Like he has a very tight curl pattern. But my own hair, and I think most white people hair, unless your hair is really fine, um, needs or doesn't need a brush and the brush actually will change your pattern so like if I brush my hair right now uh, and it's wet and it's full of, of conditioner I'm not necessarily gonna rip out my hair it's not really bad for your hair especially if you're following the lines of the brush so that the hair goes through the brush um, straight instead of like weaving through the brush tines if that makes sense um, if you do that you're not ripping out your hair you're getting out all those tangles but you're pulling your hair down and what I noticed is when I would brush my hair even if I brushed upside down I would end up with this like much flatter um, you know it just was very flat on top and so if I use my fingers um, at first that was really uncomfortable but now I'm realizing that it gives me a lot more volume so I kind of wish that from the beginning I had known not to use a brush even though they say that I didn't really believe it and those are kinda my parameters for what I say now is if you have fine hair or super tight curl pattern you may need to use something because fingers might not cut it but most hair types fingers are great and when as soon as I switched over um, yeah I won't go back and at first it hurt a lot and now it just feels normal and good and it's not an issue at all. So try to get off your brush if you can, see what it does, at least give it a chance and see what happens and definitely don't brush when it's dry. That will just rip out the hair and break it and be terrible. Um, Another one is making really really small changes and I think I've touched on this before but um, when you start working through Curly Girl you're going to notice that a lot of things aren't where you want them. Maybe your hair is too frizzy or it's just not um, like clumping correctly or defined enough. And the temptation is to be like, oh, I think I know what I'll fix this and then change like five or six things. You try a few different techniques, you switch out a few different products, you know, and by the time you finish, you don't know what impacted what. And so one thing that really helped was when I stopped changing too many things at the same time and they'll tell you this and you might not believe them and I'm here to tell you believe them um, if you change too many things at, at the same time you're gonna end up with just not knowing what's happening and it's a science everything you do to your hair is science it's a chemical reaction with your hair and so how is your hair dealing with it and what is it doing to your hair if your hair needs moisture and you're not giving it the right moisture, then it may react a certain way. If you're giving it too much moisture, it'll react a different way. If you're sealing the hair before enough moisture gets in, I mean, you get the idea. There's all these different ways your hair is going to react to what it is. If it doesn't like one of the ingredients, it might go frizzy, even if you're doing the right everything else right. If you do the wrong technique, it might go flat, even though you did all the ingredients right. And so it sounds like a lot, and it is, and that's what's important to understand is every single thing you do changes the result. If you scrunch more than you did the last time, you're going to get a different result. It might be more broken up clumps, or it might be great clumps that finally formed and you got what you wanted. If you scrunch standing straight up versus flipping your head over or to the side, you're going to get a different thing. Um, if you diffuse instead of towel dry, if you finger comb instead of brush, I mean everything you do changes it and that's not even the ingredients. If you switch the order of products, if you switch the amounts of products, if you switch the types of products, there's just a lot that can change. So if you say, I feel like when my hair's dry I have a lot of residue. Maybe your products aren't playing well together. You might have, if you mix them into your hand together, you'll notice if they kind of flake and separate or clump. um, Your products may not be working well together. That's not a really common issue, but it definitely happens. I know my conditioner and my gel are a little iffy if I have enough water they seem to do fine but if I get too dry and I, I don't mean like actually drying my hair I just mean if enough water's dripped off then it tends to kind of start to get sticky and, and um, almost like the gel kind of starts to clump and separate it's kind of weird but um just changing one thing at a time and, and going slow and it's hard because you're like man I just want this to be right and better and I bet I know three things that are gonna change my hair is too flat so I'm gonna blow dry it this time my hair feels like it's kinda of producty so I'm gonna ease off the gel and maybe switch to mousse and my hair is you know kinda of frizzy so I'm gonna add this oil in well now you've done three things so when your hair is super producty is it because you added the oil or is it because you switched to mousse? or maybe both? Um, you know and if your hair's more volumey you don't know if that's because you switched to the mousse not the gel and you diffused so you see what I'm saying there's gonna be multiple reasons for why something could change and if you only change one thing then you know what it impacted if you only switch to a mousse then if your hair's really frizzy you're like ooh that might not be enough hold for me or it may not have liked an ingredient, you know, and if your hair is like way more um, calmed down and, and less producty at the same time, then you might say, oh, maybe I do need to use mousse and that might be the issue is my gels not either not playing well with my conditioner or one of my other products or the gel in general is just too much for my hair. Some hair just doesn't need um, certain products. So you know making those changes is going to be crucial to understanding what it means and if you do just one change then over time you start to understand what that means and so if if you use moose one day and it turns out better and then you use moose for the next two weeks you're gonna start to notice if it was really the moose that changed things because you're gonna change other things so like you might use moose but you might say you know it's better it's less producty but it's not very good hold so how do you get a better hold maybe you need to diffuse to get more um, definition and to get it to dry in that shape or maybe you need to combine some gel yeah I mean there's just so many options it's I wonder what the math would be to figure out how many combinations there are, but I, I'm i sure it's, like, almost infinite, because you can change every product, you can change every method, you can change every amount, so th- it's just astronomical, and I say that not to overwhelm you, because I hope that I'm not overwhelming you, I'm probably like a fire hose right now, and you're like, what the heck, like, I don't even know if I can do that, but... It's good. It's a great process, but it does take you going step by step and not trying to jump five steps ahead because then you don't know which of those steps is good and which ones were not helping. And the step metaphor isn't the best, but you get what I'm saying. Um keep it simple, stupid, or somebody said sunshine, keep it stupid, sunshine, or no, keep it simple, sunshine. (laughs) They're trying to cut out the stupid word, but I think stupid's fine. Hey, stupid, don't make it more complicated than it has to be it sounds easy it sounds like it makes sense like yeah i won't complicate it you will you will be so tempted to complicate it do you know why because you're going to see all those shiny new products and all those exciting new ways to do your hair and at, at first you might be thinking i just want a simple routine but then you're going to think about how you can do this and that and make it better and even better. And all of a sudden, you've got six or seven products, and you've got a whole crazy routine, and you don't know what's impacting what, and most of it is not needed. So, when you're having trouble, go back to the basics. All you need is a is a conditioner for washing your hair. That's your co wash, your conditioner only wash. You need a conditioner to leave in your hair. That could be a spray leave-in. It could be a conditioner leave-in. It could be the same conditioner that you wash your hair with. And then you need a gel or a mousse or something for a hold. So for example, I like Not Your Mother's Naturals. I could use pink. That's the one I like. I use yellow for my daughter. She has lighter hair. I could use the pink for a co-wash. That means I put it in my hair and I scrub it for however long I can scrub until I get really bored of scrubbing. And my hair tends to not have a whole bunch of grease buildup. up. Um, even before Curly Girl, I didn't take showers super often, because, I mean with washing my hair, because my hair just didn't get the buildup that a lot of people's does. So if your hair doesn't get real oily, then I feel like you don't have to scrub quite as long, but that's up to you. So, I scrub for my normal amount of time with the co-wash. Then I use that same Not Your Mother's Naturals, so I rinse out all the co-wash, I add it back in, new conditioner. This is for detangling. I use that conditioner and detangle my hair. Now, I do it a couple different ways. Sometimes I feel like I have to add in a lot of conditioner just to detangle my hair. And when I'm done detangling, I don't want all that conditioner left in, plus it's kind of dried out a little bit, not like dry, dry, but like there's this like silky seaweed feeling wet that you want to go for to to, to for your hair to be soft and um, not too producty and when that happens, I mean when my hair starts to get too dry and I can feel it shifting to where it's like real producty and heavy with conditioner that's fine i rinse out the conditioner so now i'm putting in a third round of the same pink conditioner only this time it's less and it's more in the ends and very little at the top by my scalp and then once i'm done with that i'm adding in a uh, gel and i use la or la looks um the wet look gel it's clear that one's my favorite so far it's really cheap and that is my hold. Now that is my simplest look. That's like if I don't want to put a lot of time into my hair, I'm just trying to get it clean, basically. Uh, I'm not really trying to take pictures or go anywhere. You know, it's just like basic stuff, and that's great. And I usually diffuse it because I hate wet hair, and my hair takes forever to dry. Um, if I want to get a little more complicated. I don't change a lot of things really the only thing I do is I add in I have a protein um, mask from Shea Moisture and they discontinued it and I hate it so much when brands discontinue the things I love they discontinued my mask so I'm now on the search for a different um, product to fill in there but it's thick and it's got lots of slip and it's got protein in it so it gives me a better hold um, and not all hair needs that protein. By the way, uh, my daughter and son do not do well at all with protein. My other two sons do. So again, one of those things you're just gonna have to learn about your hair. And when I need a little more hold, my hair tends to get over moisturized. I can add in this protein mask, and the protein in my gel tend to make it hold a little better and have a little more definition in the curls. So, um, learning how to get to your most simple routine is good because then you can say, Okay, now let me add in one extra step and see how that goes. And if that's like not good and it makes it either worse or just not better, take that step back out, try something else. Um, but having the simplest routine that's only like two or three products long and it's very few steps and you can go right back to it is so important and I've talked about that before like you really need to have your best to date routine Um, you want to have a routine that's worked the best so far so that when you make a mistake or you know you try something that just didn't work out well at all you can go back to that routine Um, so keeping it simple is really important because if you're doing that really complicated routine and you kind of get a little caught up into it and lost then you can go all the way back to the basics and just do a simple day or two to kind of get yourself back on track and and give yourself a break from from being so complicated um so when in doubt keep it simple stupid go back to that two or three product routine and give yourself a little bit of a break. Don't expect it to be gallery, you know, gala hair every day or whatever. Um, You want to be able to to have days where you're not feeling stressed about your hair, and hopefully you can have those. I mean, I know everybody's schedule's different and expectations are different, but I would hope that all of us have certain go-to, simple hairstyles and things that we just don't have to, like, focus on our hair the whole time and have perfect, um, exactly what we need. I know mine go to is like a messy bun. Like I'm, I'm totally that that practical or that typical mom yoga pants and a messing bun. <laughs> um, your hair changes, by the way. That's another thing I kind of wish I would have understood a little bit more. Uh, when my kids were babies, I started this this method, and I didn't realize it was exactly this method, but basically this method. Where I didn't use the shampoo and I used only really safe products that could wash out, and I added a lot of product back into their hair until their hair really couldn't take it anymore. Like I would, I try to figure out where that line was where you know their hair was moisturized but not to the point where it was oversaturated. And um, they hit about well, different different kids hit at different ages, but for the most part they'd hit early on maybe a few months mu- like you know a few months old all their baby hair would hold, fall out and then they would grow in the coarser hair if they you know some of them had more coarse hair than others and when that got more grown out then they would um, their hair would change again and it would usually need more moisture even than that and i've noticed with my own hair that it's changed It changes based on whether it's dyed or bleached. It changes based on um, the seasons. So, understanding that your hair can change and will change is helpful because then you don't think, oh, I've made it, and it's the first couple months, and you have a great routine down, and then all of a sudden your hair changes, and you're not feeling like, oh, it was all worthless, and I don't know what I'm doing, and why isn't anything working? everything is going to change at certain points whether it's the um, seasons or whether it's your hair actually changing it could be hormones it could be just after a while your hair changes with the method like I said mine at about three and a half months hated coconut before that I was using coconut religiously as my mask because I was using the Garnier mask But your hair changes, and and adapting to that is helpful. And if you can notice how the hair changes, that can help you adapt. So during the summer, my hair's been more limp and moisturized, and it definitely can use some extra protein. During the winter, my hair needs more moisture and, um, you know, ease off the protein because that tends to dry it out. Um... And then the last thing I have on my list of things I wish I would have known was joining a group. Now, technically, I did know this. I did join the group, and I was in the group for about two weeks before I even decided to do Curly Girl. That said, I could have joined that group back when my kids were little or back when I first... Well, when I first heard about the book, it was really kind of before Facebook, at least for Facebook for my school. So I guess I wouldn't have really been able to go that far back, but you get my drift I wish I would have realized that the groups are um, there in the first place and available and they help and um, I'm in the curly girl exclamation mark um, that group for women um, it's like it's like a lot of people now I forget what the exact number is and I don't have my phone in here right now to check but they have a lot of people in there and they're very helpful at answering questions about products um, talking to people about their routines or ideas for their routines and um, even you know if you post something then they might be excited and like it and you know kind of applaud each other on Um, and it's just it's definitely a, a good group for encouraging and getting new ideas and just you know, kind of opening yourself up to the process. And I, if I would have joined when I was younger with the kids, I might have realized how, like, pretty quickly how good it would be for my own hair and my own skin. And, um, that group, you know, is pretty good about just... Like, I, I got my original routine through them. So, I followed for a couple of weeks, and eventually, I saw a woman who had similar ha- before hair to what mine was at the time that I was at, in the group. And I just followed what the routine was that she said worked for her. And honestly, I think every product that she suggested, I don't use anymore. So, kind of a funny turn of events, but with that one change at a time process, I just realized that those parts of my routine just weren't what I needed in my own routine. So it shifted all the way, all new products, all new way of, of applying them, and that's exactly the point. Is you can kind of get some inspiration and you may find out it's not even going to be a long term um, way of doing things, but at the same time, it helps you get started. So again, trust that process and join those groups. I have appreciated curly girls so much just because it's made it easier and faster and my hair looks like so much healthier with it. I don't even have to fully do my hair and my hair looks healthier. Not necessarily, you know, more done, but it looks better. So hopefully that helps and doesn't make you feel stressed. There's just so many ways to do it. Um, It can be stressful and overwhelming easily. And I hope you don't feel that way. I hope you realize the, you know, the, the opportunity you have to make that change. And if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. It, you know, it's not necessarily something that everybody does well with, but a lot of us do. And those of us that believe it are pushing it because we want other people to see that as well yeah that's that's it in a nutshell i hope that's helpful i hope that some of that is something you can use for yourself i am enjoying curly girl and i hope that if you take that route that you enjoy it as well thanks for tuning in so much